0: Hello, and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 14th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, three new videos up from last night's UFC show in um, Sacramento. So we have three women's matches on the show. Let's uh, go over them. Um, the main event on the show was uh, at Bantamweight, Jermaine Durandami versus Aspen and based on... You know expectations uh, this should be for a title shot but didn't go as expected so as I'm sure you have heard by now Jermaine dropped Aspen early in round one and ref Herb Dean stopped the fight way too quickly holy mackerel now Dean has a long history of early stoppages okay he's supposed to be one of the top refs in the business but if you watch the video it's almost a knee-jerk reaction he doesn't even look at aspen because if he had he would have seen that she was getting up now dean is aware that this is a problem because there are articles online about his worst stoppages okay and though it was a a a lot different from this his other bad stoppage this year was ben Askren versus robbie lawler in march so if, if you uh Look into that a little bit. You'll find that he knew right after the fight was over that he messed up. So here's the problem I have with, with Herb Dean. Refs are not there to foresee what might happen in a match or make assumptions. And that's what he seems to do. Okay. They are supposed to react to what happens. So it's a bad, he has a bad habit. Okay. I don't know why he stopped that fight. Okay, he didn't look closely enough to know if Aspen had her wits about her. All right, he just didn't look closely enough. So anyway, it's a bad habit that becomes a problem if it happens too frequently. And he's, he's done it several times over the years. So right, it's only July and Dean has had two bad stoppages already this year. So I mean, I'm not going to beat a dead horse on this thing. This, this is a long term problem with this guy. All right, uh, this is a particular situation that he seems to run into, and he stops fights prematurely, okay? A rematch is warranted. You'll also notice that Jermaine did not get a bonus because of the screw up, that if it was a legit KO, I have no problem with getting a bonus. On this situation, the referee just really messed up. It was, it was bad, okay? All right, so we also have uh, Juliana Pina versus Nico Montano. And um, both fighters are coming off lengthy layoffs. Uh, this is a bantamweight. Uh, Juliana is coming off of a pregnancy. She's also a late replacement for an injured uh, Sarah McMahon. And Nico uh, had some injuries and a positive drug test because of a tainted supplement. Uh, she won Tough 26 at flyweight. Uh, this fight was at bantamweight. Uh, Nico won round one she got a takedown and she maintained top position for most of the round uh, so uh, she looked pretty good there but uh, Juliana came back um, you know and in the other two rounds and she was just much stronger I don't know uh, what happened with Nico in the other two rounds or uh, whether Juliana made adjustments or whatever so I scored the fight 29-28 for Juliana and we may see her as a title contender in the near future if she keeps this up. As for Nico, apparently she's already thinking about moving back to flyweight. Uh, this is very similar to Sajara Eubanks. Both of them uh, at flyweight uh, have a distinct size, distinct size advantage, but at bantamweight, they're just run-of-the-mill fighters, really. And, um, you know, uh, Sajara can't really make flyweight um, Nico, I guess, still thinks she can, but uh, that remains to be seen. Um, Now, the other third fight is Brianna Van Buren versus Lavinia Souza. And um, they're both of these fighters are former Invicta strawweight champions. Lavinia is great on the ground, but she has subpar striking. She looked her striking in her last fight in Brazil looked really bad. Okay, she needs to really improve. She's not going to be able to survive. With that kind of striking okay brianna looked great in that recent invicta tournament uh she's really short like she's five feet tall so she's always going to be um you know outsized but you know she completely outclassed lavinia in this fight it was mostly standing and uh, uh brianna Uh, outworked Lavinia in the clinch. And in between rounds, she asked her team uh, whether she should uh, get more distance and just land shots, and that's what they told her to do. And she actually hurt her a few times. Uh, She just wasn't quite able to get a finish. Uh, To me, she kind of looks like... Remember when Danielle Taylor came to the UFC and she was supposed to be this little uh, five-foot girl who has a lot of power, and she never really did that? Okay, well, that's what Brianna does. She is a very small girl, but she seems to have a lot of power for somebody so tiny, okay? Listen, I don't know if uh, she's an elite fighter or not. We'll see what she's like against better competition, but she looked really good last night. Okay, anyway, that's it for uh, today. Uh, don't forget to check out all three of those fight videos on the blog, frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, got another UFC show next week, so I'll be back at the very least at the end of this week with a podcast. Uh, don't forget that uh, WWE Extreme Rules is tonight. I don't expect any uh, podcast material to come out of that, but I will be watching. Uh, enjoy that and have a good week. If you want to uh, 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 make any comments on the blog or ask any questions, you can do so at the Anchor's voicemail. And if you want to subscribe to podcasts, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.